0: Good morning. You're listening to FloridaDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Harb. This morning, my guest is Rochelle Routman, the Chief Sustainability Officer with HMTX. Rochelle, how are you doing?
1: I am doing fantastic.
0: You agreed to be Floor Focus's correspondent at the Greenbuild Expo, which is currently taking place in Washington, D.C. The show started on Tuesday, runs through Friday. From what I hear, this is the 30th anniversary of Greenbuild, so they're having a special gala tomorrow night let's catch up on that in just a second first Rochelle on you we've been real impressed with what you do in the subject of sustainability in the flooring category so we did a focus on leadership article on you in our August September issue of floor focus just this past issue so I invite the listeners to go back and look at that
1: that Um, was really an honor I appreciate it and I appreciate the fact that you emphasize my interest in (laughs) gardening
0: exactly all right so (laughs) Most people know HMTX. You're a top 10 player in the flooring business, and a leader in the resilient flooring category. You source products around the world, and you actually sell products around the world. So you're a global company, privately owned. Harlan Stone's family owns the company, and you've been there how long? Well, I
1: started in 2016, and it's been great experience. I think because you know I've just enjoyed myself to pursue sustainability and there's great leadership in the company
0: all right this show this year is in washington dc which you know if i had to guess would mean that the attendance would be up why don't you tell us about the crowd because you've been for several years
1: the conference hall and the convention center a little bit smaller so it's it's a little bit hard to gauge because it's you know not like when we were in la it was enormous but it does seem to be pretty filled up there's long lines for everything so it does seem to be like there's been a good turnout However, it's still not like, you know, the old days when there were twenty five to thirty thousand people. But it's okay because even though COVID interrupted that, I believe that Greenbuild has bounced back nicely.
0: So give us a couple of the highlights, if you would, some of the things that people are talking about.
1: Something that pours on everybody's mind is climate. And there is a tremendous amount of talk and discussion on this point. Climate And even the electrical infrastructure has been really one of the focus areas of almost every session. This year, I will say the sessions are much more technical in terms of this topic. For example, things like how buildings and communities can shave off peaks in the grid with the use of renewable energy. How is climate impacting the utility grid? You know, we've seen all these fires and intense heat which cause not only safety issues, but also reliability issues, ways that we can help others, those that are on the lower end of the economic scale, have access to clean energy. So there's social justice issues tied into the whole energy conversation that's being discussed. At the same time, building electrification is a huge topic. One thing that's been fascinating to me is that the players that are you know, involved in these discussions are somewhat different in that we've seen utility executives sitting on the same panels with sustainability professionals, and I've never seen this happen before, and I do think that it is a very positive move. We need everybody in this conversation to solve this enormous problem.
0: Now, I know that there's a LEED version 5 that's being rolled out, and I'm sure there's some stuff going on about that, right? Yes.
1: Yeah, so that was announced this morning by Peter Templeton at the opening session, even within LEED version 5 for existing buildings, which is the the one that was launched today. Um, there's been many, many credits related to climate, including climate resilience that have been incorporated into this for example, you know, how are buildings going to be resilient to increases in temperature and how are they going to you know also contribute to improvement of the climate. So all of these things are now being incorporated into the LEED standard and of course this is also brand new. We've never seen these sorts of credits within LEED standards. It's really been more along the lines of air quality and things like that, which are also still very, very important. But now we have this much bigger problem that is affecting the entire globe. And I'm happy to see LEED taking this position.
0: Yeah, I know HMTX actually has a a LEED certified building. I think you've kind of gone to all of the certification bodies, but uh, LEED was one of them. Real quick, I want to make a note. I was looking to see who was exhibiting at the show. Obviously, you're there, HMTX. And I see that there's, on the directory now, there's five other companies listed. Novalis is there, Tate, which does those under floor panels, Mape, the uh, adhesive company, and then Allegheny Mountain Hardwood Floors are there. So it's a little bit less. I remember when I first started going to the green build, there were 20 or 30 flooring companies going, but it's good to see there's five there.
1: Yeah, I'm happy that we're one of them. You know, in a way, it helps us stand out more, right? You know, because we've had a lot of people coming to visit our
0: base uh,
1: interested in flooring. And they're also very interested in our new product that is a brand new flooring category called um, SRP that is made out of thermoplastic polyurethane. We're excited about that because, of course, um, it has circularity built within the design of that product and that it can be recycled over and over again into flooring. So that's great. Now, one thing I have noticed about the expo is that, you know, it's in a smaller space and Mm -hmm. there's actually, I haven't seen any of those enormous booths that uh, were very complex and, um, you know, looked like standalone buildings almost inside the convention hall. Most companies have elected to have 10 by 10 booths. We happen to be in the Mindful Materials Pavilion with a number of other companies, which, of course, demonstrates our commitment to transparency. And, you know, I do want to point out that in terms of resilient flooring, we certainly have taken a very, very strong leadership position in transparency in Declare and HPDs and also social justice issues with the Just Label and that HMTX is still the only flooring company that has a just label for social justice. So I'm happy to share that space with the other companies that have such a strong commitment to transparency.
0: So that show, when I used to attend it, there's the expo, as we've discussed, and then there's 100 conferences that you have the option to attend. How do you work the show?
1: Well, it's tough (laughs) because... You know, between all the wonderful educational sessions and the tours and the expo and plus the excitement of seeing people once a year that you, know, you may not have seen for a while. I have to really prioritize my time and try to divide it up amongst the sessions that I really want to see. Um, and there have been, as I mentioned, some fantastic sessions and trying to meet up with people as best I can and, you know, every year I do try to attend one of the tours. And this year I am going um, at the end of the week to see the new Smithsonian Bird House tour, which I'm looking forward to. And as many people are aware, birds are really in trouble and there's, they lose a billion lives every year because of buildings. So this has been an ongoing concern of the USGBC. And I think that's pretty cool that they've organized a tour for attendees to go to this newly remodeled facilities.
0: Okay. Are you going to the gala uh, tomorrow night? Yes, I am very
1: excited about that because in the past, the main event at Green was usually a rock and roll band, but this year is going to be at the National Gallery of the African American Museum of Art. It's easier to talk to people and look at art than it is with a rock and roll band in the background. <laughs> so. From a practical standpoint, I think it was a very wise choice. And I also think that Informa seemed to be working very well with not just the U- USGBC, but also the Well Institute, because this year it appears that these two conferences have been merged into one. It's good. You know, there's a lot of economies of scale. The International Well Building Council, that's the organizing body of Well. So the two are together. And that does bring out a better crowd. And a lot of the topics and the sessions are complimentary.
0: Let me fill in real quick for the listener. Informa is the same company that does surfaces. They specialize in putting on shows. USGBC said, hey, listen, we're going to start just managing the conference. And then we're going to let a trade show expert run the trade show. So they're kind of partners in this thing, right?
1: Yes. You know, so sometimes when you have new people come on board and get involved, you know, positive things happen because there's just different people with different ideas and they're trying to keep up with the crowd and change with the times and make sure the Green Build stays relevant.
0: All right, I appreciate you letting us know what's going on in Washington, D.C. at the Greenbuild show. Again, been talking to Rochelle Routman, the Chief Sustainability Officer with HMTX, and you've been listening to Kemp and net.